Yes, sir. What up? And we're here again in our old domiciles because there's death outside. <laughs> Wild death roam the streets. Just roam the streets. You can't see it, can't feel it, can't touch it, can't taste it, but it's there and it's terrifying. And I'm in my house because I don't want to parts of it. And I can't see it. People are running around asking, man, what's that? And you just got to reply, nigga, that's death. That's death. <laughs> death. Yeah, that's death. Uh, how so are you? Cloud. I'm good. I'm good. I'm, I'm good. Um, all things considered. Um, I'm still at home, which I realize is very, it's insulting to people that been in jail to call it jail. Yeah, because like if you're in jail, like this isn't jail. Like I think this is different for like being in prison and being on quarantine. Like we gotta, you gotta put some respect on their names because it's like there are people that have been in jail, are being in quarantine right now, and just like man, y'all need to cut that shit out. This ain't jail. Like y'all can, like y'all sleep, y'all want to sleep and shit. Like y'all don't have to like worry about you know. Hey, what's going on behind you? That's, um, that's Amanda. Oh yeah. Hey. Sorry. Yeah. It's okay. She's just sorry. <laughs> it's cool. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Don't compare quarantine to prison because then they'll start to get 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 you out of here like Ellen DeGeneres. Have you seen what she's been? She's been getting it like from all sides. Ooh. Who? Ellen DeGeneres. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because it's like, yeah, you didn't... You weren't in... Like, you weren't in, you weren't in lockdown, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, you never been in lockdown. You can't just compare the two. It's not the same. Well, not, not only that, but, like, a lot of people are starting to come out and say, like, she's not as nice as her, uh, her TV personality would lead you to believe. Uh, I, I, didn't, I I would never get I would never um speak that like I didn't I didn't think I wouldn't think like not Ellen, you know like mm, she has a very yeah. she has I, I felt like her, her haircut's aggressive to me. I don't know. Well, she's 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 not. I guess I, and I guess this is a thing that in Los Angeles people already know about, but it was kind of tucked away and kept away from the uh, the public eye. But yeah, she's just she's been getting it. She's been getting it. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Like Ellen's a she's a lesbian comedian. Like she's probably like I don't I don't know if you can be that and not be and not have some edge to you. You know what I'm saying? Like that's the thing that that's what I don't understand. Like if you're a lesbian comedian, like you probably heard a like a lot of shit coming up till yeah. now. So if everyone thinks like, oh, like she's she's she, she, I'm like, I don't see that. Like she's a lesbian comedian, and she's like one of the first ones to come out. Like you know how much shit she got doing all that. Yeah. How can she be? How how can she be soft? I don't well, see it. It doesn't make sense. It's not even that you're soft. It's just like you're not likable. I guess I can see that too. I can definitely see that. Like it's not a surprise to me. Like I know she dances across like coffee tables and just shit down the thing, but that's for a check, bro. Like, she's doing that for a check. Like, I don't see how anyone could be, like, the very first lesbian like Chronicle on TV and be like, oh, yeah, I bet she's super nice, though. I, how? How? <laughs> how does that happen? And you do that and you, you go through all that shit she went through. If anything, yeah. it just makes sense to me. It, re- it, it tracks to me, dog. And I'm not even mad at her for it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's just one of the things that have kind of come out in recent 
because everybody's bored. Nobody has anything to do. Nobody has anything to talk about. Like, yeah, we were all, we were all, we were all clamoring for content or something to talk about. And so like, I had, I had people texting me and talking about on the timeline about the fucking NFL draft has never watched a single football game, but we're just like, got to have something to watch. So let's talk about the draft. Okay. Like, okay. I mean, I guess if all the years that you're going to talk about the draft, I'll, I'll give you a pass this year. Maybe I didn't, I still didn't watch it, but I mean, if you have, I mean, I assume you have nothing, so you need something. So this is something, even though it's not much. So I mean, I'm not gonna. I'm not. I won't judge you for being in, beyond on the draft this year. I won't judge anyone. Yeah. But like, yeah, I don't give it. Like, I don't. I don't care about. It. I still don't care about it. Like, it, it means nothing. Like, it doesn't say anything about what's going to happen. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like just the fact that like Tom Brady exists tells you more than enough about that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. One thing that we all did kind of come together collectively on is the last dance man well boy we waited so long and it was just and they even they even put it they even pushed the um, release date up sooner and we still waited for a long time after we heard that it was going to be sooner and then we saw it and it was everything we thought it would be amazing oh yeah and i'm ready for them to just release all 10 episodes or i guess eight more episodes right now I could have watched all 10 that day and woke up at like 7 in the morning ready to talk about everything that happens. Like, oh, well, this is it's a great 10-part documentary. Um, yep. I'd have been able to get like all the breaking down everything just at 7 a.m. when the last episode ended. I'd just been like, yeah, so here's what all happened. Um, you know, the last dance. It was a yeah. moving epic. Um, well, ups and downs. What, like, what, was your, what were your big takeaways from the first two episodes? My first take, my my biggest takeaway is that like, um, well, I guess I had a few. I don't, I don't, I don't believe that Jerry Ryan's so upset that he shouldn't sign that um that uh that deal. I don't believe that happened. I don't believe that happened. I don't. I don't think that the you Scotty, say the that. Scotty Pippen deal. Yeah, I don't think that you will say that. I, like because everyone's giving like everyone's saying like Jerry Ryan's said if if managers say he don't he should sign it like why would he sign it? I was like I don't know if he said that. I didn't hear. And I didn't hear Scotty Pippen say that he said that to him. Because all right, because if he's just saying it off by himself and it's want to verify, I don't believe it. I just don't. I don't. Um, it very very well could have happened. I just don't believe it that it happened. There's, I think there's very there's very little examples, at least in public knowledge, of an owner of a sports team telling a player not to sign a deal that is more beneficial for the sports team than right. a player. Right. So where I'm at, I'm just, I don't believe that part. I just don't believe it. Like, I don't believe it. So, no. and I think that like, what did, you, um, what did you think? What did you think about Jordan recounting his experience watching the old bulls teams doing all the, uh, what was it? The cocaine circus. Okay. I mean, I think it's like statute of limitations. At this point, like, I don't think it really matters anymore. Like, I mean, I think he told that shit well beyond anyone call him a snitch. Like, he waited for years. Like, he played a whole career when that happened. He didn't say shit about it. And he's saying about it now. It's fine. I don't care. It's whatever. Like, he's way past such limitations. So he's good to me. But do you think, do you think that he was as open and honest about that as, as some of others would say? Like, do you think that he just saw that shit and ran away? Or do you think that he may be a partaking in a few think, of the, uh... I think there, are, I think there are enough guys there to also like, co- like corroborate the story to say that he, I believe that he did that, and then it's like the way that his career just how he how, how he handled himself in the career, it's it's hard to, to refute that he did that he didn't do what he said he did. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like if it was right. just like a dude that didn't get rookie of the year and just like kind of like squandered and kind of like meanders way through the league. You can maybe say that, but like this dude was like on point from day one. You know what I mean? So it's to me, it tracks. So I can't really refute it. I don't have any place to refute it. <laughs> yeah. Maybe later in life, um, sure. But at that time, I think I believe it. I thought it was super fun. I had a really good time watching it. I had a really good time watching everybody's responses on Twitter from it. 
Um, for me, the, the best part was hearing kind of all the other players corroborate the le- the legend of Michael Jordan. Like when, when they did that interview with Larry Bird and he said that he's God in the form of Michael Jordan, like it was like, that's Larry Bird saying that that's not like some fucking weirdo saying it. It's one of the greatest of all time. Yeah. And then having, and then having like Isaiah Thomas on there and then Scotty Pippen and just kind of, just kind of going through it and it's going to continue. Yeah. Obama's uh, former Chicago resident, Barack Obama. (laughs) Like it kind of just like it's going to continue on like once they get into like the Nike deal and then the Jordan, oh, deal, the shoe, deal, the Gatorade deal, like all these endorsements where he became Space Jam, all these points where he became bigger. Like it's hard to imagine Michael Jordan being bigger, a bigger star than he was, um, you know, that first that first season where they, they won a championship. But it just continued to get bigger to the point where it's like he's on the Mount Rushmore of most famous people in the history of the world. Yeah, for sure. It's like, who, who's on the Mount Rushmore of most famous people? Famous people. I mean, I guess my, my Mount will be different than other Mount Rushmores. Um, what? I, I think my Mount, my Rushmore, like everyone's mountains, I gotta be the same in terms of famous people. You know what I'm saying? I don't think it will yeah. be. Yeah. I think on mine, it would be Michael Jackson. Yep. Michael Jordan. Yep. Um, let's see. Uh, see, I got two in my head right now that I don't think I don't think you could beat. Let me. Uh, I, I got Michael Jackson, uh-huh. Michael Jordan, Mickey Mouse, and oh. Jesus. Wow. Those are the most, for, those are the most famous people in the history of everything. That's four. You got Michael Jackson, Michael Jordan. That's a man. Who's, who's beating that list? Who's more famous than Mickey Mouse? Who's more famous than Jesus? Who's more famous than Michael Jackson? And who's more famous than Michael Jordan? No, Jesus would have been on my list for sure. Jesus would have been on my list for sure. Jesus is Mount Rushmore. I think that in my household, as a Nigerian Houstonian, I have to replace um, Mickey Mouse with like Hakeem Olajuwon. What? You're tripping. I'm, I'm saying as a, like, look, I get how it doesn't make sense to anyone else, but I'm saying as a Nigerian Houstonian that grew up in the 90s, I need you to get context here. You that doesn't it? make him the most famous person in the history of the world. That makes him the most famous person in your house. I don't watch. I don't watch my Disney in my house. Though. I'm saying like, everyone's got to be the same. I think you're, you have a good list, though. Like your your list definitely beats mine. I'm, I'll, I'll concede your list to mine. I'm just saying, like, if you're at my house, we ain't worried. We ain't worried about Mickey. I'm just saying. All right. <laughs> I'm just saying you know, dog. I'm saying you know what it is, man. Um, but, um, what episode? What episodes of the Last Dance are you most looking forward to? Um, the Rodman episode, I, I think it's gonna be good. Even though I saw the Rodman Thirty for Thirty, which I think people should watch because nothing. I don't think I Rodman made more sense to me after I watched that documentary. Like after watching, it's just like, oh, he has to be this way. Like, there's no other way he's supposed to be. It is, yeah, yeah. So, and that that not the other thing. Thirty for thirty is not just for people that watch ESPN or ESPN documentaries. Not just people watch ESPN. Like I can't stress enough to people that are not into sports that think that this everything at ESPN is for sports. You don't have to watch sports to enjoy this shit. It's just really good storytelling. Because I watch documentaries all the time. Oh, yeah. I love documentaries. And they have like a really solid body of work. It's solid. So Yeah, no, like that's that's the big thing about 30 for 30s is that they're just really good movies that are about sports. They're not sports movies. Yeah, they're solid. It's just solid storytelling and solid 
Like everything is. No, the Rodman episode is going to be awesome. That's the next one, right? That's the yeah, third episode, the, the Rodman one. episode. Like I think I think the pivot one is important though, because people think that I hate when people get into these debates and then. Uh, I think the series is good for that though. People get into these debates talking about how Jordan is just this one entity. I'm like, Jordan's on a great team. People forget that part of it though. It's like Jordan's on a really good team, a great team, and like no one talks about that part of it. It's like you have this probably the second best player on your squad with you, and then you have this dude who just was super selfless and just doing all the dirty work, and he, he reveled in doing dirty work. Like, where do you find a player like that yep. nowadays? It's like, God, these things are important. And no one talks about everyone. Like, oh, when Jordan Lakers is discussed, no one it leaves these parts out. So I'm glad this is out there. Like, people know, it's like, yo, this was not just one man did this. It was a fucking village. Yeah. Takes a village, man. Yeah, man. Um, I'm looking forward to his uh, the episode they do where he goes to play baseball and <laughs> okay. getting into that whole story. Yeah, that'll be, that'll be, um, yes, that's definitely interesting. I mean, it's pretty impressive. I mean, j- just to, you know, on the surface of it, to be able to go and play minor league baseball after not playing baseball since you were probably a kid, mm-hmm. I mean, that's pretty impressive. It's, you know, it, like, there's something to that. I mean, no, yeah, there's definitely to that. Like, he's an, he's an athlete. Like, he's just – He's an athlete, period. I mean, yeah. I don't, there's no shame to you not being that great at baseball as you are in basketball. Like, All right. I, I just thought of this. Do you think at some point um, either Dion or Bo Jackson were, was watching Jordan play playing baseball and just, like, laughing to themselves? Probably. Probably. I hope that they talk to Dion about that. I would love like, to hear what I, Dion like, Sanders has to say. If anyone would laugh first, it'd probably be Dion. Because like I, I think oh, absolutely. yeah, we actually I, I think I think Dion last first because Dion was people like Dion was amazing like that I think like selling both those sports is like it just doesn't make sense how great an athlete Dion Sanders was so I'm sure that like he huh the fact that they even allowed him to do that like they allowed players to play two sports yeah like that is something we'll never see again. Yeah, no, you won't. I mean, I think that it'll be it has to be like a trans a transcendental type of player. Like it has to be something that's so marketable that everyone wants a piece of it and it's like this is only as to it, and then they'll do it. But otherwise, like yeah, no. Yeah, pretty amazing. Well, you can't so yeah, I'm really looking forward to tomorrow. Yeah, me too. Can't wait. Can't wait. Can't wait. Can't wait. Hey, so um, let's talk about drugs. Yeah. Drugs. Let's talk about... <laughs> let's talk about how this coronavirus is affecting the uh, the drug trade. Yeah, it's affecting all parts um, of the economy, dog. Even the ones that we don't want to talk about. All of them. Even the underworld. All of coronavirus, coronavirus is dealing a gut punch to the illegal drug trade, paralyzing economics, closing borders, and severing supply chains in China. That's a hard thing to say. Severing supply chains. Yeah. Severing supply. Say that five times fast. Say that five times fast. Severing supply chains. Severing. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, say I it. Five, Told you. Yeah, it's it's a lot of it's a lot of um, saliva that I'm giving up. To say the Last word. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, closing borders and severing supply chains in China that traffickers rely on for the chemicals to make such profitable drugs as methamphetamine and fentanyl. Yep. One of the main suppliers that is shut down is in Wuhan, the epicenter of the global outbreak. Associated Press interviews with nearly two dozen law enforcement officials and trafficking experts found in Mexican and Colombian cartels are still plying their trade as evidenced by the recent drug seizures. But the lockdowns that have turned cities into ghost towns are disrupting everything from production to transport to sales. Who'd have thought? Who'd have thought? Who'd have thought, yo? Like... Along the 2,000-mile U.S.-Mexican border, through which the vast majority of illegal drugs cross, the normally bustling vehicle traffic that smugglers use to cover for cover has slowed to a trickle. Mm. Bars, nightclubs, and motels across the country that are ordinarily fertile market pl- marketplaces for drug dealers have shuttered, and prices for drugs in short supply have soared to gouging levels man um you know what they aren't you know what they aren't talking about though is where marijuana they aren't talking about weed yeah they're not i bet that's just everywhere people are still 
I think people are still buying weed at uh, at normal rates, probably even more. Yeah, so. I don't think the inflation um, in the cannabis market, like not in the in the, in the, in the legal one. I don't know about the, I don't know about the legal market because we are in Texas, but I know the illegal market is just fine. It's just like now we're good, nothing to worry about here. Yeah, I mean, if anything, it's probably the one of the industries that are keeping most statewide economies afloat. Business as usual. <laughs> Business as usual. Um, virtually every illicit drug has been impacted with supply chain disruptions at both the wholesale and retail level. Traffickers are stockpiling narcotics and cash along the border, and the U.S. Drug Enforcement Administration even reports a decrease in money laundering and online drug sales on the so-called dark web. Yeah, just shook it down a big way. The godfathers of this cartel are scrambling, said Phil Jordan a former director of the DEA. Do you think they're scrambling? Do you think that they're really sweating this? I don't know, probably. I don't think... <laughs> I'm just thinking about, like, a drug, like a, like a, like a kingpin just, like, scrambling. Like, just that, that picture made me laugh. Like, you know, what are we going to do? Our cells definitely <laughs> like, what do you... How does it look? What does it look like? I have a question for What's you. Up? Does cocaine, does cocaine or heroin have a shelf life? Everything has a shelf life. I don't know how long it is, but yeah, definitely. Everything has a shelf life. Do you think, do you think that there's a, an effort for some of these places, some of these drug lords, some of these houses to preserve the, the, the work that they have right now in order to make sure that when it's back on the market, it's still fresh? Um, I don't know. Is that a thing that people think about? I don't know. Like, I don't, I, I, I haven't heard it. I haven't heard about that enough happening. I mean, that could, that could be a thing. I just don't know enough about it to tell you, like, if that's oh, a pressing concern or not. But just like, yo, it's just only good for two weeks. I don't know. I don't know how long it is. I think it's longer than two weeks, though. But I'm just saying, like, I don't know how much that affects shit. But that's, I mean, it's not, it's not a bad point. Synthetic drugs such as methamphetamine and fentanyl have been among the most affected in large part because they rely on precursor chemicals that Mexican cartels import from China, cook into drugs on an industrial scale, and then ship to the U.S. Damn. Hmm. That's supply chain, man. Yeah. See, the economy's crumbling. I got to get back to work so people can get meth. Yeah. Got to hurry up and get out of here. That's why I got to be protesting and stuff. We got to get back to work. Get everyone the meth they need, and teeth fall out, and then it still get work, and it just helps the economy that way because they're just filling in for teeth that fall out of your mouth. Uh, there's a photo on this in this article from April 16th, 2020, of a chemical called xylazine. I don't know, xylazine maybe, and it's made in China. And it looks like it's shipped in a butt plug. Eek. Um, <laughs> Eek. That, yeah, that, I see that. That's definitely a butt plug filled with, wow. Uh, yeah. Filled with xylazine. But xylazine is a cutting agent used for heroin. And on this, at this particular time that this photo was taken, it was $300 to $400 a per kilo. Per butt plug. And so I get, I don't know how much it is now, but. I mean, Probably shit. Grand per butt plug, you think? I can't even tell you how much that is. Yeah, at least, at least. Well, like, because the way that, that they're much. they're showing it, like they have it on this thing in a butt plug. So I'm guessing that they sell it like for unit sizes per butt plug. It's like it's not even full. Like the butt plug isn't yeah. even full. It's like maybe three fourths of a, of a way full. Like a kilo and a half. <laughs> Who knows? Like I don't know how much a butt plug can hold. But that may be a kilo. In I don't know. It doesn't plug. seem like. I hope yeah. it's sturdy. It doesn't seem like you're getting your, your full price. Yeah, though. I hope it's sturdy. I mean, that happens. That's just drug buying drugs 101. It's like you never get what you want. Like, it's like, you're like, hey, this is a whole kilo. This is like nine. Like, this is like, I don't know, 90%. Like, it's not full. Like, it's just like some space in the butt plug that you could have put more drug in, but you just didn't do it. I'm sure that's a no common thing. <laughs> 
that happens when you buy drugs. It's like spot plug is light. I'm sure. What's that about? It's probably it's probably way more common than I you think, think. I think it definitely is. Like this is not that I, I, I've encountered, but like the fact that it's sold on this site in a butt plug, like that's the <laughs> that's how you expect the product to go. Like it's not a, like that's its jar. It's a butt plug. So the fact that it's like there, yeah, <laughs> like and it just puts you like this has got to come to you. I think that that happens enough. That butt plug, it, huh? That butt plug is reusable too. Like when you uh when you when you when you go to uh, cremate your great uncle, yeah. you can put his ashes in yeah, the butt just plug. Yeah, just put in the um, dishwasher, you know, for a cycle, and yeah. then just take it back out. You can reuse it. It's ready. Things ready to go. Put your whole, put your yeah. Display it. Right here. Yeah, just have your uncle with you all the time. Yeah. Wow. I mean, that's what, wow. Amazing. I don't know what like are you, are you gonna put it in a butt plug to put on your mantle? Like where else is it gonna go? Yeah. <laughs> That's what I would do. do I put it right on display for everybody I to mean, see. I mean, it's in a butt plug. Like, why'd you, why Why put it in the butt plug if you're not going to do that part of it? Is this like in a butt plug on your mantle? Yeah, right. I feel I feel like you just, you could have just got yeah. earned for that. I mean, you could, but you already paid for the kilo of this xylazine, you know, and it, it, it serves a purpose. So you want, you know? you want, you want your dead uncle in your butt plug. That's, that's, that's what we're yeah. doing. I, Why I, not? I, no judgment. No judgment. Why not? No judgment. No judgment over here. No judgment man. whatsoever. Totally fine. Wait. Hey, so uh, speaking of speaking of butt plugs, um, new dating show alert on ABC. Can we stop with these? Stop with what? Dating shows? Um. Yeah. Like, what's okay? What's what is to be like? What what's the what's the enjoyment factor in dating shows? Because I'm I'm missing something, dog. Um, I don't know. That's a good question. I think for a lot of people, it's probably just watching humans interact with each other on a really primal scale. Wow. Is it primal? I think it probably. I think whatever. I think whatever neurotransmitters get activated whenever you watch a reality dating show is are probably the same neurotransmitters that get that get a reaction whenever you watch sports or any sort of like combat sport you know like it's just a real guttural instinctual reaction when you watch people react in a very animalistic way does that make sense wires definitely cross then because like those what are no, you talking about? Watch, no. You watch UFC. Yeah, no, I watch fights all the time, but the will I get from watching a fight and will I get from watching like a reality, a dating show are so different. It's like my wires are crossed somewhere. Like this doesn't make sense because these feelings aren't the same. <laughs> so you don't you don't feel any sort of way whenever you see um, some gossip go, some hot gossip going down when you see like a man getting in between two women fighting because one of them found out he was cheating on her with another girl. You don't you're get into that. Show. I thought you're there to fuck everyone. And that way all I had to do. I don't know. It depends on the dating show. It's not always like, um, it's not always like uh, too hot to handle. Oh, that. Yeah. Like that show just rewards you for being a human being. It's like, I can't, <laughs> I can't fuck. What do I do? It's like we well, just don't fuck. I don't understand. Just talk to the person. Just don't pull your dick out. Like, how is that the hardest thing in the world to do? It's like, want you to go beat these women and not pull your dick out. They're like, I don't know if I can do that, bro. It's just way too much pressure. It's like, just leave your dick in your pants. It's fine. Just do that. It really does reduce people down to something that's pretty embarrassing. $100,000 is awarded to somebody if you can go 30 days without having sex with somebody that you so don't know. Just go 30 days being a person. <laughs> it's, 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 it's like, think about that. There's like, you get a ton of thousand dollars just for not fucking someone. You can do it after. Like, it's fine. But just for this 30 days, like, I can't do it. It's like, what do you mean? What? Yeah, but you don't understand, man. You don't understand. You don't get it. These chicks are horny. They're ready to fuck. That, oh wait, I I thought that was the. I mean, I I think I get that part. That's the show, right? 
Oh, I don't understand. It's just like, yeah, they're whores. Yeah, like we all, the girls we were are all 16 at one point. I get it. We were all 16. Were we not? Uh, yeah, I mean, at some so, point. Unless, unless so, you yeah, weren't. Exactly. So I think we get it. We understand it. We get like, hey, you're horny. But like, even when I was 16, I just like, I could just whip my dick out when I was 16. It's not what you do. <laughs> you learn that they were like, you put no, a book in not. front of it, and call it, keep it pushing. I never did that move. I did the uh, tuck it into the waistband of the okay, underwear. Yeah, everyone, move. Got, everyone has a move. Everyone has a move. It's fine. I guess, yeah, yeah, like everyone's got their move. So you're not. So you're not watching. No, you're not gonna watch any of these shows. No. even though we're we're starved for content. No, because we're so like there's so so much content that I don't do that. Like that's how much content we have. Though. There's so much content out there where I don't, I don't have to watch. Like listen, like listen to your heart. Where they put uh, like the bachelor, where they put like couples in a singing duet. They put them in a duet. Yeah, I don't explain. Yeah, exp- explain that to I me. I don't really quite understand like they, what's going on. They have couples and they sing together, and they have like animations and stuff. I don't know more about it. I just look like they're all singing, which is like that's the dumbest thing in the world to me. I'm like, okay, so I don't. Like we're just not trying anymore. So it's a music show. Kind of. Kind it's of a music show. I think Tay, I think I saw Tay Diggs is a judge on one of the episodes. Like, I don't know what's happening. I don't know like why um this tracks for anyone like watching dating shows. I think that it's just it's just hard for me to wrap my head around. I don't this, this isn't well, I think if you look at it from a business perspective. If you're taking a dating show and you're adding music to it, you're combining the two reality show styles that people That's can't true. get enough of, which is dating shows yeah. and singing shows. So to me, it makes perfect yeah, no, sense. I, I, dig, I get that part. It makes perfect sense, but it also makes zero sense. Because it's like, there, it's, you can't, like, where's a re, where do you relate yourselves and like watching couples get together because they sing well? I don't understand that dynamic of a relationship like i've never had to date someone and then go sing and go sing um sunny and share do us with them like that's never part of the criteria of dating someone in my life so i'm just missing that part of it i mean are you are you really surprised by it how many people went to go see a star is born you know what i'm saying like everybody fucking loves that movie and they love that movie because it's Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga singing songs about each other. Like that shit made over four hundred million dollars. What's wrong with this? This 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 yeah. tracks, man. This isn't that hard to figure yeah, out. Right. Like that that happened. And it's Disney, you said, right? You said it's yeah, on ABC. Like yeah, that's Disney. That's the family company, man. They're trying to make. You're right. All they want it all. Yeah. God damn it. So get ready, man. It's gonna make it's gonna make it's gonna do great business and we're gonna get seven seasons of it. Ugh. I mean, I actually ignore it. I just like I think the reason why I'm home so much is that I saw a commercial for it that I wouldn't see in normal circumstances. So that's what it was. I didn't even watch the show of it. Like I just saw a commercial like I had it on like ABC because I watched the news and I saw a commercial. Where I was like, "What the fuck is that shit? That's dumb." Ten channel. But I never saw a show of it, and it was like, "Oh, I'm here," and I see more commercials and TV shows than I saw a commercial of that dumb shit. So, I mean, I, I think you're right. Sadly, um, fuck. Of course, I'm right. I'm always right. I, I, I'll give you this one. Fuck. <laughs> hey, um, I just want to. I just want to, I just want to deflect real quick. Um, I've been watching a lot of uh-huh. Batman movies and uh, someone on the timeline tweeted that Batman forever is grossly underrated. How? And I take offense to that. Yeah. I don't know. I, don't know. I, 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 need, I, need I guess because Jim, I guess because Jim Carrey and I'll give him that Jim Carrey was definitely the best part of that movie, but Holy shit, man. Batman Forever is not good. It's not a good Batman movie. As a matter of fact, I'm willing to go on and say 
none of those movies are good Batman movies. Well, Going all the way back to Batman 89, well, not a good Batman about, movie. The thing about that, that movie is that like the 89 movie was that it's, it was to a theme of the comic book. Okay, because there are, there are a lot of iterations of Batman in terms of comics. So if you want to go about the iterations of like the, like in terms mm-hmm. of the comic that Batman 89 was, I would say that's still a good, that's still a good movie because it tracks to what you're reading in the comic book. It's not like it, it was kind of campy in terms in, in lots of ways. Like, I mean, Joker pulling out that. The... Okay. Okay. I got to stop you. I got to stop you right there because I j- I'm, it's fresh in my mind. So I can tell you the reasons why it's not a good Batman movie. It's a good movie. It's utterly watchable. But as far as a Batman movie, not that great. Here's why. The first time you see Batman in Batman 89, he gets shot in the fucking chest. Okay. <laughs> okay. A goon. When would that ever happen in a Batman comic? And to top it all off, he lets the crime happen. Those goons rob those people of their goods and Batman just kind of sits back and idly watches and just waits until the goons are on the rooftop collecting their or, or counting their money and counting and looking at what they stole. <laughs> Batman in the comics would have stopped the crime from happening before it even happened. Batman cases need to act accordingly. That's the thing that Batman does. Like he's going to stop the crime. It's not about a win. It's like he cases the scene acts accordingly. So you never know. Like it's so much to to say. That's to me. That's not enough to say. Like it's a bad Batman movie. Like I could tell you. I could say like I give, like the first Batman. Like I don't. I, I can't. I can't show the first Batman. I think if you, if you want to go beyond the first Batman, like you want to go Batman Returns, Batman Forever. Like the further it gets away from that Batman, is the more I can just say like this is what's wrong with it. And there's things wrong with. And there's even things wrong with the first Batman that I, that okay. I give you. Okay. Right. Okay, I got another one. I got. I have. I have plenty of reasons. The director, uh-huh. Tim Burton, wasn't even a fan of Batman. Yeah. Didn't read the comics at all. Which is what say you to that, I sir? Mean, it's probably why you, that that first scene probably got in there. But I think that like a lot, like I. But mm-hmm. I mean, think about the way it's designed, though. It's like you could have made it better, but I think. But I, I, if you want to blame that Batman for everything, it went the easy route with Batman. Like it took the campiness, it just put it out as the campiness. But mm-hmm. I think that when you have Chris Nolan do it, it's like that got to the more the depths of this dark character. That's why the, and I think that one tracks more uh, so well. Yeah. Okay. So you're not disagreeing with me on that? I don't think. Like I don't think the first Batman was bad. I think if you go beyond that, then I'm with you. I don't think... No, no. That's remember what I said. I don't think it was a bad movie. I just think it was a bad Batman movie. Okay. Here's another reason why. Here's another reason why. Alfred can't keep a fucking secret. (laughs) And this goes on to any of those those stories, okay? He keeps inviting people to the fucking Batcave, dude. He invited Victor... Is he's that case? Device, that's that, that's that's fine with that. He's not supposed to be a plot device, though. He's supposed to be. He's not. Right. I think that goes back to what you're saying about um, the director not being a fan of the, of, the, of the thing. So you were making a plot device if you knew that, if you knew more about it. But they made him a plot device. So like, yeah, it would like. I don't. I don't think that. I don't think the first Batman is amazing. Like, if you want to ask me, what's the what's the better Batman? It's the one that came out most recently. If you ask me, but I'm saying like I get that it was true to a iteration of Batman, but like the, as far as the, the first Batman, I give you this. The, everyone beyond that, I can see why people don't like it. And it's fine, like because I hate I hate how the Penguin in the Batman Returns like that was weird. It was a yeah, that was a bad choice. When was the last time you you saw? When was the last time you saw I Batman eighty nine? Like a year ago. Yeah. Okay, uh, yeah. I get the point. Like, I, like, I think I think Vicky Bill's well, a boy character. Like, really, I don't even understand why she's in the movie. Um, there's some things that are wrong with it. It's like it's yeah. not perfect. I mean, wrong. I'm saying it's like I think that the further they got away from that first one, because then also I got to think about like the time of the movie that was being made. Like in terms of comic book movies, 
in that time period, there weren't many that were better mm-hmm. than that one. Just think about like comic going to movies. Like No, yeah, you're absolutely right. They weren't they weren't getting they weren't getting the respect right. that they certainly get now. But and this was a phenomenon of a movie and a and a movement, really. But in yeah, terms yeah, of yeah. nailing the yeah, character, no, not I, even close. I agree with you on that. I agree close. with you on that. And this as someone, someone who didn't become a real Batman fan until Batman oh, Begins wow. came out. But we're getting too wow. sidetracked. Yeah. I thought he was weird. Like, Batman's weird. He's he's dresses up like yeah, a bat. Was, and I didn't get it. Villains, um, it is, it is a lot about the road gallery. Um, hey, we should... We should ask our friends with kids. Yeah, are if they, they still so like awesome? their kids? Are they so great? Yeah, do you still you still, do you still you love still your understand kids? Why I didn't have any yet? You still do you, do you do you value teachers and caretakers and nannies um, more? Like cooking different things for them because not, not everything you make tastes like a chicken nugget. Um, are you just Wait, what? Because like, <laughs> it's funny because like, the thing is like, um, Amanda cooks for her, for her brothers, for her niece basically, and like she made these, she made these lamb chops mm-hmm. that are really good, you know, like, and we enjoyed them, but the kid didn't like them because his tongues were stupid, and they all they want is chicken nuggets and shit. So it's like you can't make. Things that have complex flavor palettes, like they're not gonna want it. They just want fucking McDonald's and shit. You know what I mean? So it's like you, you as a parent or as an adult, you have to eat fucking like kick cuisines and shit or whatever. I'm sure people do it differently, but I think it's still an issue that comes up because it's like you can't eat the same shit that you want to eat because like they eat what the kid eats because like they, he doesn't eat anything. Like he eats like a fucking kid. <laughs> Yeah, right. I think they call that baby this, mouth. That that tracks baby mouth. Like you have to keep for baby mouth. So like, is that cool? I just yeah. It just maybe I I just see people like posting things about their kids and everything they're posting about their kids. Like the same reason why I'm like I don't know if I want to have kids yet. Like like I get the parts that's fun, oh, but yeah, obviously no. I could not be fun. <laughs> yeah, I completely get that. Like I see it. The same thing. I see a lot of people talking about their kids and it's great. Like, I'm happy for you, but it also sounds like a miserable situation where like, just like no, like no room in your house can be ever clean. You don't ever get any peace and quiet. You don't get sleep. You have to like, remember, you have to remember like PEMDAS and the order of operations for their stupid math. You know what I mean? Like all this just sounds like fucking gross to me. But like I know that people love it, and I and I don't doubt it. What I'm not and, and, and I'm not even like trying to shit on parents. I'm advocating for people that aren't parents. Is what I'm doing right now because like we get I got get why you want to do it, but I also get why people don't want to do this. Like it just it just doesn't look fun. And you're doing the guy you're doing God's work. No, and my heart's out to you, and I appreciate all of you parents for raising the kids and of the, raising the future. Goddamn, looks tiring. It makes me like watching you makes me exhausted. So I don't know. If, it really does. Yeah, it I don't know if I want to like jump in there with you because like I, me and Manic got a lot of shit. Like this dude just came to me like one time I was working at Kroger. He was like, "You have kids yet?" It's like, no. It's like, why not, man? I was like, what do you mean? Like how? Like how? The, how are your first two questions to ask me today? Like you didn't ask me. Wait, a random no, stranger, a random, no, a random no, stranger came up. To he was like you? the store manager, and I was in the pharmacy, and he just asked me that. I was like, he didn't even say good morning. Okay. Like that was the first question you asked me. Like, this is weird. Like, why would that be? Yeah, and why would uh, why would me saying no be like, why not? Man, what do you mean, why not? Like, have you seen kids? Why would I want to rush to that? Kids are the worst. Like, I have to, like, I have to, um. Don't get me wrong, like they're I'm sure they're busting to when it has them. But how like I'm thinking about me as a kid and I was awful. Like I thank my mom every Mother's Day for not throwing me in the garbage. Cause I was just terrible. Like I don't know how you could have someone that ungrateful to the things you do to make them live and they have to see that face every day. 
Like, good God. <laughs> That's a lot. Yeah, no, yeah, I'm I the hated worst. I was the worst. I was, I was, yeah, like when I say I was a really annoying worst, kid. I, say, I mean, me. And I'm, I'm, I'm kids. I'm, I'm the worst. <laughs> <laughs> I'm clear enough headed to to go back and realize that now. Like I I know that I was a pretty yeah. shitty kid. Um and as as someone who who recognizes that kind of behavior, I can pretty safely say that I can recognize that yeah. kind of behavior in other people's kids. <laughs> I just don't ever say it. Like I like how do you say, how do you tell somebody like your kid, your kid sucks? Like how do you how do you go outside? Like, and your kid is really like, shitty. Hey, like, hey, I don't know how to tell you this. For a Sorry, but... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I seem to pull you aside here. I got I got complained about your kid, man. Your fucking kid is, is, is shit. He's the drizzling shits, and you need it's to do something. About say, hey, just, uh, take a seat, take a seat. And we just uh, just talk about. Yeah. Um, I want to talk about your kid for a second. Um, like that little bastard sucks. He, he fucking sucks. sucks. He it is sucks. just awful. Just awful. What's I don't know do? how that happened. Like, yeah. did teacher do this? Does he practice to be this bad? Like, I don't understand how he's so efficient at being so awful. You have an awful child. I don't know. You have nothing to look forward yep. to. He's just the worst. My God. But, I mean. Yeah. <laughs> and he's not even that cute. He's not cute. I don't know why you let him get away with this stuff. He's not even cute. He's an ugly kid. He's ugly and he sucks. He's got a bad future ahead of him. You need to do something about this right now. You can be cute and be annoying. You can be annoying and be unattractive. You cannot be annoying and unattractive. You can't. You're not going to go anywhere in life. You know where you're going to go in life? You're going to be a troll. You're going to be an internet troll that people hate. Is that what you want for your kid? Yeah, it's not like they get in the tight up classes or something. So you might be, you know, a tolerable person. No, you need to send your you need to send your kid to public school. That's all you need to do. You need <laughs> to send your kid where you need to feed your kid to the wolves. Okay. Get send pummeled. them to public school. All right. Get pummeled, get yeah, made fun of, get into fights. <laughs> that never goes wrong. Yeah. Worst case scenario. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> worst case scenario. There's uh, a lot of worst case. It, it gets uh, pretty dark. That, 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 worst case scenario. It can yeah, get pretty it, bad. It, get it can get really bad. Yeah, it's really bad. It's really so, dumb. Basically, the summarize. What the fuck? We're, we're not a racist kid. We're gonna tell you. We're gonna tell you. But um, shout out to yeah. you. You're doing great things. I just don't understand. I'm just saying. Like, I think you can now. Why I don't want one of them. But I think you always did know that. I think I think I always did. So yeah. So yeah. Salute to you. Hey, um, we gotta local talk about news. some local news real quick. Got some, got some hot local Houston news. Uh, a Houston City Council member, Michael Kubosh, explains that he's at a restaurant open for dine-in service, which is in violation of Harris County's stay-at-home order. He's quoted as saying, sometimes civil disobedience is required to move things forward. And so that's why we remember uh, Rosa Parks. Uh, 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 yeah. Why? Why? Let's um All right. wait, let's take this bit by let's take this bit by bit. I didn't know that. Okay, what is exactly are the ramifications for violating a stay-at-home order because if you could just do it why why aren't more people just doing Um, it yeah i I understand that i i totally understand that i understand that part but as for in terms of like businesses why aren't people like why isn't this more like if you could just open up your restaurant in violation of Harris County's order, like, what do you have works. to pay a fine? I, 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 I don't understand. I, I, like, I don't know how that works. Like, like, you make it some bad press because, like, I don't know. And number two, I think at this point, it'd be kind of productive because if you're like dodging stay at home order and you're opening for business, when is the order going on? It's like people aren't coming to go see you. So you're paying like people, and it may be kind of productive. You're paying yeah. like that 
isn't getting any money coming because you're open for business and you're not even like making a making a profit. So to me, that's kind of that's that's uh, confusing to me. Why you would even do that? Yeah, I don't understand what the appeal of being in a, a dine-in restaurant is right now. If restaurants otherwise are open for delivery, takeout, what have you, if I could just go somewhere else and still be able to social distance and stay as safe as possible. Why would I come to your establishment to negate all of those yeah, terrified. safety like, precautions? Like I'm sitting there just like, if I'm, if I, I don't know if I'm going to sit in a restaurant for maybe at minimum eight months. That might change, but like right now I think I saw it eight months. I'm just not going to like go sit and eat somewhere. I just, I can't do it. I just, I'm just traumatized. Yeah. Yeah. Unless they, unless they come out with some kind of, you know, vaccine or whatever. Right. Yeah. Um, okay. So that's one thing. Now we got to go into this quote by this guy who that civil disobedience is required to move things forward. That's the first half. That's the first half of, of right. the quote. Let's just take that bit. Sometimes disobedience is required to move things forward now do you think he still keeps this energy when there are protests in washington dc or even in houston around or around the country around the world in favor for civil liberties for certain I'm sure he's a Colin Kaepernick oppressed man. people i'm sure he is like i'm sure he loves colin kaepernick and he understands why I need up with the f- no. and uh, you know he wears a black hoodie to commemorate other things. I'm sure that he's all about all that stuff at the same time. I'm sure he is. Why wouldn't he be? Yeah, I mean, to. you got to keep that same energy, right? He has to. You know, he has to. Like, I don't know why he wouldn't. He's got to keep that energy. Oh, I just went to his Twitter page and it's locked. Of course it is. His tweets are private. Um, well, now let's get to the meat of the quote. Your favorite part and mine. This is why we remember Rosa Parks. You could, you could have just. You Buddy. could have said nothing. You could have said nothing. Like you could have left. Like you could have. Could have said nothing. Said the simple disobedience thing. Remember. And just ended. And that's it. Like, that's it. Stop it. Shutting up is free. Why do you think, why is it that you think that they keep invoking civil rights leaders and their message and their actions and they try to draw parallels to it, but they only do that to the ones that have already passed away. They They don't don't recognize the ones that are already working. That's why they don't get it and they never got it. Hmm. 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 Okay. Because when Ali was alive and he was talking that shit, mm-hmm. they told mm-hmm. him to shut his mouth. They told him to shut up. But once he passes away, hot. oh, he was the greatest. He was, was the hero. Being because being right's not high all the time, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's the thing, that's that's the sad thing about our uh society is like being on the right side of shit's not always a hot thing to do, and like, it's for a lot of time, like, um, Muhammad Ali was not popular because being like trying to be right wasn't hot, and they and he wasn't hot at all, and now he is because he's dead. But even racists will do this too. Like people who say, like, oh, I'm not racist, but they have racist ideologies and points of view. They always in, they always try to throw in an MLK quote, like one of those safe MLK quotes to try to drive their point home. <laughs> I don't understand I mean, it. I don't understand it. Like I don't I don't debate people like that though, man. Like I just don't do it. Like I think. At this point now, it's like if you don't know, you don't want to know. 
And like, if, any, if, if any, anyone's trying to like hit some racist shit with like a Martin Luther King quote, you could just snatch their mic. So you don't want to talk. You don't want. They don't want to talk to you. Like snatch their mic. It's just not. No, just snatch it. Like that's enough. Thank you. I've made it. I've made it a point every uh, MLK day. I try to ask people what their favorite Martin Luther King. Oh what is going gosh. on behind you? I'm not cracking. I'm making. Are you cracking eggs? No, I don't have any pancakes. Are you I'm making, making pancakes? Omelet. I'm making omelet. It's an omelet. Um, I forgot what I was saying. Yeah. Doesn't even matter. Uh, I have an education for this week. Do you have an education, education for this week? Is like, um, I know we plays that we're never going to talk about, like Trump on the um, podcast, and it's been hard to avoid him. But now, like, and, and now it's almost impossible to avoid him because he gives us better things that we give us the stories that he gives us better than we can even make up at this point. It's like, yeah. Who, like, do you think the CEO of Lysol would have thought, like, swimming around in his money bin right now that he would have to, like, get someone to, like, his assistant call him? So I'm going to make it. And like a statement tomorrow, tell people that you shouldn't inject our product. You think you, think you ever get that comment because you know, why the president said it too? And I know that we talked about people that have voted for Trump. I know that all of you aren't racist. It's fine. I guess. Whatever. Um, but the, there's some that are. This is not racist though. Racists didn't not vote for Trump. So, so even to the people, mm-hmm. my question is, is like even to people that are racist, like even though you are a racist and you voted for a racist, are there not smarter racists you could have probably put up here? Like, isn't that racist that you could have found that says, like, hey, you know what, Jake and Lysol, not what you wanted to do. It's not, it's not hot, people. Like, you know, you have to shut the UV light into your body. Like, we're not, we're trying, we're trying to get past this thing. You could, I think you could do that and still be racist. I think so. Like, I think that, like, you think so? I, I think that racist, racism and stupidity are not mutually exclusive. I think there's definitely like overlap in the Venn diagram somewhere, but I don't think it's mutually exclusive. I think you could have a racist that's not, you know, an idiot and like will embarrass himself in the country like maybe at least three times a week at least three times a week so like i don't know if i agree with that i don't know if i agree with that i think that there are people out there who know how to sound intelligent to racist individuals because being racist i think inherently you have to have a certain level of unintelligence. And I think that there are people that know how to exploit that in order to get okay. opportunities okay, can, can, can financially get or instead? whatever. It's one that sounds smart. So, can we get one that sounds smart then? I, no, no, dude, because those are, the, those, are the, those are the ones that you have to be more wary of because those are the ones that are sending out the, the subtext and the, and the dog whistles. And they're the ones that are teaching other people how to yeah that's how to there. move and how to, how to and move in that space there. i'm saying like i'm gonna get one that's not tell people to inject lysol and drink bleach i mean i felt like racism is bad in all forms but i think that it's just this level of stupidity that's mixed with it it's just like we're just not to drink bleach y'all like there are people out here trying to really inject He's talking about, and then he, I think he said today that he was being sarcastic, which I cannot buy from a guy that literally stared into an eclipse. It's just, yeah, I just, I just yeah. like, I, guess, do like I don't, there's too much stuff to tell me that that's not true. I think that's, I think he was definitely serious. Because even when, when I tell a joke that's kind of dark and doesn't hit, and as he doesn't hit, I'm like, I'm kidding. 
It's that simple. Like, I'm just kidding. I'm joking. He didn't say mm-hmm. that. Like, no one laughed. Everyone was mortified. He was just like, yeah, we're going to be researching this effective. Like, it gets out in a minute. It'd be fine. Like, he was just, yeah, this is cool. I'm, I sound smart. And it's like, no, you don't. You sound really stupid. And yeah, so I just, it has to be smart racists. Yeah. Right? No. No, I don't think so at all. I think all races are just dumb, unintelligent, and um, I'm just grasping at straws. Unempathetic like, at all. No. I don't. I don't think. Like, I, don't, I don't. I mean, it's, <laughs> like I don't think that. I just don't. I don't. I don't. I don't think that you can grow up and be raised with a certain level of intelligence and still also believe that people with darker skin are inferior to you. Like think another race is, I I think that you could think that another race is inferior to you. I also say like, Hey, you shouldn't drink bleach. Like, I think that, I don't think that you can, I think, I think that a race would have those two thoughts and, you know, still like operate in the racist space, but just not be as dumb as a race who wants to drink bleach. Because that happens too. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I think there are also dumb. I think there are also dumb people this out there true. who aren't racist who will also this drink bleach just true. because there it's funny definitely that to them. Sector of non-racist that drink bleach, but there's also some non-racist that don't drink bleach. You see how those two uh, they're mutually exclusive. It's like just because you're a racist doesn't mean you have to drink bleach. It's just like just because you're not a racist doesn't mean. You also can't drink bleach. They both can drink bleach. You see what I'm saying? So I'm just saying, can we get a racist that doesn't want to drink bleach? That's my question. Like, was there not anyone else out there that you could have gotten in this position and said that wouldn't tell me to drink bleach now? That's my question. <laughs> I'm just I think that's a wild question to ask. Can we get a racist? <laughs> Can someone please just get us a racist? Bleach. No, specify a racist <laughs> that wants us to drink bleach. Inquiring minds want to know because I just don't want to drink bleach all the time because racism has been off the government, but drinking bleach has not been. That's new. And I'm not, I don't know if I'm ready for both of those things. I've dealt with them for a very long time, and I don't know if I'm ready for both. So, yeah. I mean, we'll see. We'll see what happens in uh, November. We'll see if we can get somebody who's a little bit more. I mean, I I was wondering about this. So all of the Democratic nominees, even though they suspended their campaigns, they're not they're still going to they f- show up so. on the ballot. List, I mean, but I think at this point now, you know, who's, who's running, who's not running. So. Yeah. Right. But that still doesn't mean that. It's just going to be Biden versus Trump. Like it could be Biden, Trump, and it could be like you know, three or four, five, six hundred names, right? Parties. I mean, I don't, parties I don't, isn't primaries, that how it works? Primaries break down to like the one person in that party. So the Democratic primary is the one person. Let's say break party, go like with the Green Party or something like that, then they'd be, be on a ticket. But, but the Democratic Party right now is going to be Joe Biden, most likely. Like I don't see, a, I don't see how else is not going to be him. But I think that you may have people like from the Green Party or like Jill Stein who comes up every four years for some fucking reason. Um, they could get that run. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Um, at this point, like it could be in November or it could be, you know, four yeah. more years from you, now. You it feels forever. Like, I'm really just living Maybe a racist gets drinking bleach. <laughs> I really I, hope I, not, man. I know I can say for I, really, really I think he's a pretty firm uh, like anti-bleach guy. You're we right. should probably do a screening on that for all future candidates. We didn't say some bleach. What are their stances on drink, drink household it. cleaning yes, items? Go. Yeah. All right, guys, there you go. Uh, Follow us on Twitter 
and on Instagram at State Your Take. Uh, check out our playlist on Spotify, the State Your Take list with Ed and Aaron. Um, I don't know. If I want what do you think about starting a Facebook, Facebook group? Facebook sucks. It's the worst, man. Like, Facebook does suck, doesn't it? I don't. And it's so much like, work, I dude. I don't understand what outcomes going to my timeline. I don't get it. I don't know why they show me these things. It's like I don't. Oh, dude! I figured it out. I figured it out. Oh. So the other night, I was on my Facebook page, and I looked at the things that I liked, quote unquote, and it was just like so much shit. I had like three hundred oh, likes. Wow from stuff that I don't even remember liking. Like, it was like, like, like ultimate Frisbee. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I liked, uh, like skateboarding and just like a bunch of like random stuff that I must've filled out when either I first got my Facebook page or like I did it in like some weird, like third party app or something like that. So I went through and I unliked practically everything. And now like all the ads and shit that I see, are a lot more like broad, like they're for like movies and Netflix or, uh, you know, other stuff like that, where I was getting very specific ads for like underwear and shit like that. It was weird, but that's what I would recommend you do. Like if you go onto your Facebook page and you look at your likes and just go through no, that and that. see how many you can like delete. Oh, they know that. I could just unlike that for you if they wanted to. No, yeah, you're right. It's it's pretty scandalous. I yeah. I fucking can't stand Facebook. All right, so that's a no on the Facebook page. Cool. Um, um what else? Anything else you gotta I mean, say to the people out there? So like our reporting glory at some point. I'm gonna give it I'm gonna give it a few weeks and see what happens with this uh yeah. slow rollback on shit because I'm pretty sure people are gonna get sick again and I'm just waiting for that to happen. But uh yeah. Hopefully the next yeah we'll get there we'll get there soon enough all right folks thanks for listening we'll talk to you again next week bye gamma gator productions